Hello and welcome to MetCast, the official podcast of Manchester Metropolitan University. The Paralympic Games is well underway and in this episode I chat to Helen Scott, a sport and exercise science student at the university, home to Manchester Metropolitan University Institute of Sport. Helen is a British Paralympic track cyclist and is currently out in Tokyo waiting to compete in her third Paralympic Games. She will be competing as a pilot to Aileen McGlynn in the individual pursuit and the kilo events. Helen and Aileen last competed together at the London 2012 Paralympic Games, where the pair walked away with a silver and bronze medal. I spoke to Helen while at her pre-games holding camp in Wales about the hurdles she's faced, what she hopes for the Games, and university life while training for the Paralympics. So this feels like a long time coming, doesn't it? I mean, we've spoken a few times in the lead up to the Games before COVID hit and then over the course of the pandemic. So how does it feel to finally be in that holding camp waiting to go? Oh, it's exciting. Yeah, it's good. I mean, obviously, it's been sort of helped by, you know, watching all of our Olympic teammates the last week. So, yeah, just start, starting to feel a bit real now, you know, nice to like wear the kit and, yeah, get on the track. It's just is the biggest thing you know like feeling like it's coming close and you know everybody's now today perfect time to chat to you really because now everybody's like it's Paralympics next you know now the Olympics finished yesterday so yeah does it always give you the buzz that you know it's coming up to your turn and and stuff when you're watching it yeah we were just talking about that we were saying you know would it be best if like we were first and the Olympics were after and I guess there's like but benefits to both, isn't there? Because like it, we've got motivation watching our teammates, so we feel like really excited to go. But equally, it'd be lovely to be done, relax, and watch a lot. Like I, I do like it this way around. I remember like before Rio, it was like really cool to do it this way around. And I imagine yeah. like you probably haven't been in the the holding camp very long, but what is it like? And you know, is it a bit different to normal? Like what what kind of goes on there? I mean once again it stepped up really I mean we were in these lodges last time before Rio so basically we're about six or seven teammates per lodge they're these sort of like really fancy holiday homes basically in the Celtic Manor in Newport uh, in the golf resort Um, they've actually set up a marquee a few doors up where we've got two chefs who cook for us and so we just like pop up there you know there's like set times and it's just super relaxed. I mean, and then we go down to the velodrome. It's about 20 minutes away, if that. So, um, yeah, we've just been lots of relaxing. You know, training is tailing off now. So we're not sort of training all day, sort of one session. We've been on in the m- this morning, afternoon off. Tomorrow is a similar setup. We're in the gym um, and then got the rest of the day off. So, you know, you're starting to feel fresher and fresher each day. And is it about getting your head in the game as well, you know, not just preparing physically, but mentally as well? Yeah, and it's difficult in these lodges, actually, because there's, like it does make you feel like you're on holiday at yeah. times, you know, and it is difficult to sort of like switch on. But having said that, you know, when we are at the Velodrome, it's a fabulous setup. We've got the best kit on our bikes now, so, you know, it is easy to, to get into that mindset and then again once we get out there it'll be the same kind of thing really but we just oh I remember this from Rio as well we have such a great setup on holding camp and it's so chilled we basically have the full run of Newport Velodrome you know and then when we get to Tokyo you don't have it your own way you have to have set times when you're in and out and of course with the Covid restrictions as well it's going to be super strict um, I think there's going to be a lot of time 
sat in our cottages not doing a great deal. I mean, we, what happens is we end up on the plane in like the best state ever. And then we get there and just try and manage that up to racing, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And you've obviously had a really strange and hard time since the game was first cancelled. Uh, your partner, Sophie Thornhill, decided to retire. So for a long time leading up to this, you know, you didn't know whether you was even going to be going to the games, whether you was going to have a partner. Um, and I think the last time we spoke for Met Magazine, you was practising with two potential partners. And obviously now you're going with to Tokyo with Aileen. What has that process been like since then? So I had sort of the two riders sort of, yeah, competing for the spot, I guess. It was Aileen McGlynn, who I rode with in London 2012, and Erin McBride, who was new to the sport. Um, and we had a few sort of races, and, yeah, Erin sort of was chosen to ride with me. And then, yeah, a few months down the line, uh, things just haven't worked out with Erin, unfortunately. But Aileen, thankfully, was still there, still training hard and actually riding with another pilot which was great because she continued to train um, and then the decision was made to put us back together which was fab so we only got on the bike 12 weeks before the Paralympics so we've had probably about eight nine weeks now together um, back together since you know a nine-year gap I guess so it has been tough switching um, but equally when like sat here now we feel like we've been riding together for ages again you know it's sort of slotted straight back into place and every day we're seeing some good times and things like that so you know I think as much as it's been a bit of a whirlwind the last 12 months I don't feel like it's been a waste if that makes sense you know because I have found somebody who's been working really hard at the same time as me and and I do feel like with the little time we've had together we're gonna you know hopefully put something together that you know we can both be really happy with yeah, yeah. I mean you've kind of done a whole kind of 360 haven't you um absolutely and yeah. I this is the th- third time now isn't it that you're going to a Paralympic Games Correct. like how yeah. how does that feel does you know does has it gone really quick like what what does that time feel like honestly Jess it has you know like from London being my first and now I'm at my third it's mad because I'm now like one of the old people on the squad and that's weird to to say that because I still feel like I'm 22 going to my first but it's great because you know in some ways it's more exciting each time because I know what's coming and and I don't know what's coming in some ways which is exciting too you know it's a different country you know obviously this is going to be completely different to Rio and London as well um but it's great because you know we've got teammates on the squad who are going to their first and they're seeing it through their eyes is amazing too because it's making me feel excited for them but it's flown by I mean you know although this has been a five-year cycle you could have told me it's been a three year and I believe you you know it's when you I guess I'm lucky because I love what I do and when you know the years do just tick by before you know it it's like wow we'll go into the games again sort of thing I mean does this one feel a little bit different because of COVID and that I guess so in some ways and what's happened with my stokers I do feel less pressure this time and and I feel like I can enjoy the experience a little bit more you know in Rio 2016 um Sophie and I were felt a lot of pressure to win uh, and Aileen and I in 2012 felt a lot of pressure to win it as a home games and at the time Aileen was defending champion so this time now knowing what's happened I just feel like you know what will be will be really and 
try and enjoy the games more than the other times if I can. Yeah, and I mean, like you've just said, it's going to be so different this year for so many reasons. You know, you'll probably spend a lot more time on your own rather than mingling, and I guess as well, you're not going to have as many people, like a big crowd, you know, supporting and stuff. Do you yeah. think that will be weird? How do you feel about that? I mean, it will be strange because, you know, although as a paracycling squad, we don't often get a lot of crowds for our world championships and things like that. But for the Commonwealth Games, which the tandems are involved in, and the Paralympic Games, it's usually full, you know, jam-packed full. So when you know what competition you're going to, you do have those expectations in your head, right, there's going to be loads of cameras, there's going to be loads of people. And you sort of prepare for that, you know. You know, we even had to prepare for London, how noisy it was going to be, because we couldn't hear our coach side of the track for the one event that we needed to hear him for. And so we had to practice with, like, the noise and everything. But having said that, knowing that there's not going to be as much crowd also doesn't phase us as a squad. I mean, there's nobody there in training. We all cheer each other on. Yeah, I imagine it always helps having such a great team around you. Um, so this might seem like a bit of a daft question, but what are your hopes and dreams for this Games? If you'd have asked me a year ago, I'd have said a gold medal. Now, I think if Aileen and I can achieve a medal of any colour, I think that would be a huge success. Now, I think I think if we could get a medal, I think that would be amazing, you know, having 12 weeks together to turn this around. But really what I want is for her and I to just get the best ride out we can. You know, as I say, we're doing some amazing rides in training. If we can just repeat that, and put down a time, and if people can beat it, then that can be it, you know. Um, but I think, you know, I'd love to have something to take away from this Games after what this year has thrown, you know, at me, at Aileen. Um, so we will see. It's so different this time, Jess, but I've embraced that now, you know. It yeah. was hard at first, you know, when Sophie retired to, you know, think about who else there might be out there. But now we're just enjoying it, it, you know, enjoying being back together and seeing some good times. Where that might end up, I don't know, but hopefully somewhere good. <laughs> oh, well, we'll all be certainly yeah, rooting for you here. So in terms of university life then, uh, what has that been like during your training? How do you manage university life and going to the Paralympics? Oh, God. I mean, honestly... My tutors must hate me because this is two Paralympics that I've gone through since I started the uni. And yeah, I mean, before Rio, I had to put it basically completely on hold for a year because we lost in our world champs and I thought, right, I can't miss a, you know, a beat here. And it was worth it. And, and a similar thing that this time round, you know, ultimately I would have probably finished my degree this April just gone had the Games been you know, last year. So with the extra year, I've had to just say, look, can I wait another year? Can I just do, you know, the end of my modules and spread them over two years? And they've been so good. I simply wouldn't have been able, you know, I'm so thankful because getting here, it, as much as I'm telling you it's relaxing, it's relaxing, relaxing, there is stuff that's going on all the time and your mind's elsewhere and you're thinking about, Oh, should I get a massage after training? I've got to do my stretching. You're sort of a bit more on on it. I just couldn't have done anything while I've been here, you know, and my mind isn't on it. But this has worked out great because now I am ready to start my final year in September. I'll be back at the end of August, straight into it. Got some time off anyway from training, so it will hopefully 
work out perfectly, really. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of Manchester Metropolitan University's Metcast. Your feedback is always welcome as our much needed reviews and ratings. So if you have a moment, please let us know what you think. That's all for this episode though. See you next time. Thank you.